On this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus, we are at Eola Wine Company, hanging out, having some wines and some beers. Talking about manatees, talking about losing space races. We're also talking about fishing. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And my ideal weight is Jake Gyllenhaal wearing a Santa hat and sitting on my chest. Brendan O'Connor from <laughs> Bungalower.com. You a big fan of Jake Gyllenhaal? Especially in Jarhead. Really? Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah? What about Dumb. Nightcrawler? Uh, he wasn't in Nightcrawler. Oh wait, who am I thinking of? That guy was great, Nightcrawler. Wait, who am I thinking of? I don't know who you're thinking of. Here on Bungalow with the Bus, <laughs> we talk about all of Del Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods and headlines. And uh, tonight we're hanging out in Thornton Park. We are in Thornton Park. Well, well arguable. Yeah, depending on uh, who, you, who you ask. It depends on the crazy person leaving a comment on our post. We could possibly be in South Eola. But we are at Eola Wine Company. Someone just walked by with a Dothraki haircut. Really? You see that? They had like braids. It was oh, a beautiful man. I'm actually reading the waist. third book of Game of Thrones right now. Which one? What's that called? Uh, the sword Stor- one. Storm, Storm of, of Swords. Swords. Yeah. Uh, Does that make me a nerd? No, I've read them all. Oh, I read mean, them all. Well, you're a nerd with my mother. Oh my! <laughs> like, like you read it to her while she was going. No, to bed? no. we each read different. I was ahead of her. She read them after me, and then she was like, "This is amazing." Yeah, we never talked about the sexy stuff. We just talked about all the crazy other stuff. You okay, know? Yeah, all right. I only talk about the sexy stuff with my mom. With your mom? Yeah, it's Has really she weird. Them? She hasn't read. No, them. she doesn't read no. them. <laughs> I bought my I bought my mom the box sets. Oh, because they were just every year they came out, I'd buy them and send her one. Okay. Just so you can catch up. All right. Uh, what's your week been like, John? Um, I haven't done a whole lot. Actually, funny enough, Brendan, Sunday, uh-huh. I didn't do anything. Why I literally went for like a five-hour walk around College Park. What? I, yeah, yeah. I just went on a walk. And looked at people's windows? I, like, I, what do you I, do for listen, five hours? I listened to books. And walked? So I was listening to a book and walked. It yeah. sounds like you're depressed. No, it was fantastic. You're just trying to get away from someone. Like, no, I mean, I had a day off. I didn't feel like doing anything. I already cleaned up the house. I didn't. I didn't need to do anything. Do you watch? You just said like dear, this girl just walked by. Looked like Jessica Jones. Uh, from woman. Yeah, woman. Woman. <laughs> Young woman. You're right. You're already in trouble with the cat folks around here. You for- know what? Real radio. I'll say what I want. I'll say what I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am in trouble with the cat people. We were just talking about. Uh, what did I write about? We just wrote about this thing for a cat. Yeah. A cat called Lulu. That's a nice cat name. Yeah. And man, when you hear that. Uh, uh, I should say man. Male cat or female cat? Well, that's why do we have to gender it, right? I obviously gendered it, and I called, well, I called Lulu a woman. Yeah, but a they have different parts, right? Cats. <laughs> yeah, people, you know what? Uh, male cats are from Venus, and female <laughs> cats are from Uranus. Uh-huh. And I get confused. Uh-huh. Who knows what that means? Yeah, no, Lulu. The, maybe we shouldn't have recorded this after having a couple wine glasses. I haven't had a couple wine glasses. How many beers have you had? One and a half. All right, we're primed to talk <laughs> about the news. Um, Lulu the cat, Thornton Park cat. So you wrote about this on bungalower.com. I did. Hard hitting news. You know that's what I do. And uh, Lulu the cat is a not a stray, but kind of a bodega cat. Her yeah. his owners. I see. I did it again. His owners. Lulu's a a, a, a male cat, a male boy cat. cat. Why do we keep talking about his gender so much? I'm, because 
<laughs> he, uh, his parents are free range parents. They let him just walk around and Human do his thing. Parents, not his cat, kitty parents. Right, his kitty parents are probably dead. <laughs> <laughs> they were killed in the uh, the war of eighteen twelve. Yeah, the great Thornton Park fire of great, twenty twenty. Yeah, great. Oh, there that was a thing. Really? Yeah, someone he was burning down houses. Oh, that's time. right. Remember that? Oh, that was kind crazy. of yeah. Uh, but Lulu is such a star in Thornton Park. Lulu goes to like shops. Which which Lulu goes which? to bars and just hangs out on picnic tables. Where where is Lulu's home base? Would you say somewhere in Thornton Park? I don't know where they they wouldn't disclose their exact location. Uh, what kind of cat? What is it like? A, like a black cat? A white cat? Black and white? Okay. Yeah yeah yeah. Like a Michael Jackson song. Okay. All right. Uh, and everybody loves Lulu, and so they're asking the the district of Thornton Park and the Falcon Bar. Are asking people to submit photos of their cats so they can put it into a calendar and then they're going to sell them and use the money to raise funds for uh, an animal charity. For Lulu or? No, for an animal charity. Is Lulu going to be in the calendar? Where were you the last 10 minutes I just talked about? Well, no, you said there's other cats in the calendar. No, just Lulu. Just Lulu? Just photos of Lulu. You just said they were going to submit photos of their cat. They, people need to submit photos of Lulu. Of Lulu. Okay, that makes more sense. Specifically. What's happening? Do we need to re-record no, this whole good. thing? No, we're good. We're good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we're hanging out at the porch at Eola Wine Company. Yeah, on South a Thursday Eola. night. Uh, wine Down Thursday. And it doesn't have a ring to it like Wine Down Wednesday. No. What do they call it? Wine uh, Down I don't Thursday? Know. Se- third Thursday? Sure. Uh, I think that's what they call it. And, man, hardly any masks, these people. <laughs> Youngins, all these young people that are like, clearly, you know what? It's the same people that don't wear condoms that aren't wearing masks. It's the same people. I look at them and I'm like, you don't wear a condom and you don't wear a mask. I know who you are. You know what's up? That's what's happening. That's why I you sound like a health teacher. Well, protect yourself. Protect yeah. yourself and protect Maybe others. you need to get a banana and show them how to put a mask on yeah, it. It might not feel good. But you'll feel good in your heart knowing that you're protecting somebody else. Uh, maybe you should show in some film strips on ovaries and How, uh, and things. You know what? In 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 high school, <laughs> my high school gym teacher, uh, he touched you, Brendan. Who, I wish I had such a crush on him. But he he would always tease me because I was clearly gay, but I didn't know I was gay. And he was, but he was very nice. He called me a social butterfly. But when in health class, when that part came up, he made us draw. He put up on the overhead. A picture of a woman's, you know, stuff. Yeah. And then, and we didn't have any money for, uh, for photocopies, so we had to draw it. Really? Everybody had to draw what we saw on the overhead, and that's how we remembered everything. Really? I know. And, and man, I'll tell you, nobody talked through that whole <laughs> class. What I remember is everybody being rapt attention to the overhead, and everybody was drawing in their notebooks like, this is what it looks like. And so, like, did you take it home with you? Or, or yeah, it was in you, my binder. Did other people it was take in, it home It's with in you? your binder. Yeah? Yeah, for gym class. Okay. Yeah, he was also my geography teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Tough times up there in Canada. Well, you know. Many hats. Liberal education. You yeah. can do whatever you want. Got a wolf walking by. Well. I'm so distracted by hot guys with husky puppies in Thornton Park. Uh-huh. What is happening? That's maybe, a calendar right the there. Calendar, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, what, what else happened this week? Do you want I don't to know. I just told you news? I went for the longest walk in the history of walks, <laughs> and you made fun of me because you think I'm depressed. Well, five-hour walk. I was trying to finish a book. Who are you trying to impress? You know, like, <laughs> Nobody. Kinda, no, just, just, what was the book? <laughs> uh, it's called How to Do Nothing. <laughs> uh, what are they? That's like uh, Eat, Pray, Love. Kind of. We talked about this last week. I finished it. Yeah, yeah. Dolce Parnassi. It was okay. All right. 
I forgot because it wasn't that interesting then, so I just you yeah. know, overruled it. <laughs> what did you do this week, Brendan? I don't know. You don't know? I hung out with uh, Michael Calentes, Chef Michael Calentes. He, he owns Taglish, the Filipino restaurant in Latte Market over in West Orlando. And he also is doing that Soseki pop-up series, so like sushi. Delicious. And he is also doing... It shows up showed up on uh, Instagram. He's opening a pizza restaurant. Awesome in Ivanhoe Village. And so I texted him at one thirty in the morning. Was like, "Uh, you need to tell me where this is going so I can have all the pizza." Like Brendan, stop working. Yeah, it's one thirty in the morning. Me five minutes later, he's like, all right, "Nobody's reading Bungalow." Right Come on in the over tomorrow. Let's go have pizza. So I I went over to his house. That's really why you texted him. You just wanted some pizza. I just want to know where it was. But I went when he said, "Come on over and where try is it." it? It's going to be in Thirsty Topher. Inside. Yeah, on Virginia Drive. Do they have a pizza oven there? They No, they built out a kitchen in the back, and ah. so he's kind of going to bring stuff. He Thirsty Topher built a kitchen, and then they put out a call on social media, somebody come and open up a restaurant Probably here. should have did that the other way around. Who knows? <laughs> but Found the person, out. then built the kitchen. They got a chef now, like a chef's chef. They didn't just get some guy that was like, I want to make flatbread. They got like a chef chef. Michael Clentis has like a history with some amazing chefs all around the world. Um, so it's interesting. And so I went over to his place and he was still testing out recipes. And the one that really made an impression was a pepperoni banana pizza. I've never heard that combo. Did you ever read? What's that show that had like Doug Funny in it? Doug? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's called That's Doug. Funny. That's funny. <laughs> 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 he made a banana pizza on there used to eat it and people were like oh it's so gross like yeah, back in the 90s Doug's right? a nerd because he's a nerd but they were like I bet that's good so they tried it and it was good and they put some like chili oil on it I mean I would try it a little salty sweet a little spicy sweet and John blew my socks off yeah delicious I had two slices nice uh, and I can't wait to see them do their thing it's going to be open in early February Thirsty Toe for Ivanhoe Village super excited to see I'd them I'd like to see a there. lamb pizza somewhere uh yeah yeah they do that back home in Michigan. I'll tell him he's lamb, still open. Feta, lamb and feta, like a Greek salad pizza. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Euro, yeah, Euro. Yeah. Uh, we got some news, news. All right, that wasn't news. The cat and the pizza. Who else in there? We'll be talking about other stuff too, though. There's uh, this kind of more national stuff. Okay, We've been doing those that lately. Uh, the House impeached the president. Oh yeah, second time. Second time. Second time. First time ever. But that, this, that one president has been impeached twice. But now, but now, which, which I don't understand that verbiage because, like, they're voting to impeach him. Yes, he's not been impeached. No, he's been impeached. He but, hasn't been convicted. So the, and that's up to the Senate. That's up to the Senate. Yeah. So the Congress can vote to impeach him, but the Senate has to convict him <laughs> or not. So the first time he was impeached, but he wasn't convicted. And now this time, and with the Senate, Mr. Mitch is saying, oh, we're not going to call on him. We're not coming vote. back. And so, you know, too, too tough, <laughs> even though you voted this, life Although happens. Although he's, he's, he's open to the possibility of a conviction. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's like me saying, I'm open to Christianity, but I'm not Christian. We'll right? see. We'll see what happens with this. What does that mean? Well, there's some power struggles going on up there. And about the future of the party. And yeah, so but if, if at the end of the day, he's only got how many more days before the presidency's up? You can still... So this this is where you get into a discussion of... you. At least how they're framing it now is that you can still be 
convicted of impeachment after leaving office because it prevents you from ever again uh, holding office. Well, I'm glad you were here to yeah, tell Yeah, no me problem. No problem. I'm this is what Canadian. Americans are for, to explain to you Canadians yeah. how our government works. I'll tell you, Canadians it doesn't work on my Facebook page are very invested in what's yeah. happening. In the, like, I keep wanting to just tell them, you don't live here. You have enough crazy things to pay attention to up in Canada. Why are you? Why do you care? My, my sister said I should escape to Canada. No, it's not any <laughs> better, and there's nothing to do up there. Yeah, a little like chilly it, right now. Well, I guess you don't really mind. You take five hour walks, so who yeah, cares? Yeah, yeah. You, maybe you should. Clears my there. mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, State Rep. Carlos Guillermo Smith. Uh, is asking for vaccines for teachers. Yeah. He's saying that K-12 to teachers are, you know, usually over the age of 65. And they need help, and they're seen as essential workers, and we should be helping them out. I don't know where the sort Aww. of essential workers are right now because I know people, older folks are getting them slowly. Thanks for the wine. It is essential. Yeah. So older folks are getting them, but... Uh, like I don't know if essential workers have, have even started getting them, besides nurses and doctors. No, and this gets a little weird too because they're they're really servicing senior citizens, right? But now, which is great. Yes, I get that. But now there's reports that Orlando Health is giving people vaccines um, if they show up at the end of the day. Really? Oh, because yeah. they have them left over. They over? have them, and if you have, because they don't want to destroy these either, because they'd rather at least put them in somebody's arm. They'll they'll go. They will expire. Like very limited supply of these doses. You get a certain amount of doses per vial. They only last for six hours. Uh huh. I, I believe that's the data. There's like, I mean, some of them they require very low temperatures too, and so they got to use them. Yeah, you have to use them, and if and sometimes people aren't showing up for their reservation. Sometimes you got to get so two they shots have these, too, and you have to get two shots. So they have these extra ones left over. And they're, they, people have been just showing up without reservations to get them. And it's kind of clogging the lines at the end of the day. Ah. So Orlando Health is telling everybody, no, you can't just show up. You have to have a reservation. But there's still reports of them giving them out. And so I reached out to them, like, and they're an advertiser, so I don't want to bad talk them. But I reached out to them, like, do you have a list? Like, how do people get on the list if there's overflow? If you have some over, is there, like, a like a priority seating list or, like, a reservation a list? You trying what? to get a shot? Yeah. <laughs> but also... Because they're giving them to people who are 30, people maybe, who are under 65. Maybe you should dress up like bad grandpa and <laughs> <laughs> just show up like an old up. man. But there's people just rolling in because they know somebody who's working there, right? They're like, hey, you babysat for me You think once, it's that or you think it's it. just like that was a report up and just be like, hey, if you're going to throw was, that away. There was a report. Put I it in this arm. In the Sentinel, and they talked about that. And they quoted someone like, I had babysat for them a couple times. I bumped into them, and they said, "Hey, we have one left over. You should come here and get it right now. Otherwise, we have to get rid of it." Hey, man, I can't, I can't knock that strategy. I can a little bit because again, I'm like, just you have a reservation list. Tell yeah, people but- you need to be on. There could be a possibility that we call you the day before. There could be a possibility. You know, be on, be around your phone. We could call you and expedite your appointment. Yeah, but like things happen. People, you know, they think they have an appointment, but then they're like, "Oh, it's actually Friday." But they show up on Thursday, or there like, should things be a list. happen. There Life should happens. be a standby list. I'm just surprised it's not. Anyway, that's what's happening. Uh, Florida lost its bid to house the next U.S. Space Command. I saw this. This is actually a huge news. So. Uh, Space Command, right? Space Force, Space Command. Well, two different things. Okay. So space, okay. It's a different department from the U.S. Space Force, which is under the Air Force. 
this space command oversees the national security missions okay. in space. I don't know why that's different, but they are. So they were trying to get it in Florida. I think Colorado Springs was another contender in this. But I went to Huntsville, Alabama, right, where I used to work. Okay. Yeah, uh, I used to work for the newspaper there. So you're kind of happy. Uh, I mean, I'm happy for those folks there. I mean, it is Rocket City, USA, so it's not crazy that it went Makes there. No sense. No, it does make sense. Because all of their missions are out of Space Coast anyway. No, yeah, but all of the design work is in Huntsville, Alabama. <laughs> so why? Why? That's where the that's where the base is. Move it on over. <laughs> that's what I gotta say. It's also been there for fifty or sixty years. But, oh, tradition, <laughs> tradition. It's all these old fat cats calling the shots. You Apparently, know? they have a lot of the infrastructure already. Okay, well that makes so sense. it's 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 easier to just sort of plug and play. Why can't you just let me be outraged? I'm just telling you, you could be outraged. I mean, I I would love it if it was here in Florida, but it yeah. also makes sense to be there too. So boring. It's so boring when you're right, John. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Disney is not making any more financial contributions to Republican Congress members who contested the win of uh, soon-to-be President Biden. Yeah, and not just Disney. This is a lot of companies mm. that are sort of holding back right now. I say Disney just because local connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. there's a lot of companies that are saying we're not doing it. However, I also saw some stuff online where, However, like, you know, that's great you're doing that if that's what you feel, but you're also doing it after an election in an off year. There's all these things like now isn't really the time that you give a ton of money anyway. So yeah. putting your foot down right Ooh. now isn't a yeah. isn't Where a were huge you before? Stand. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. where were you, you know, back in July and, and August if you if you really feel that way. Did you see this whole thing about the manatee? The Trump manatee. Yeah. Somebody allegedly I saw carved, a photo. Carved Trump into its back, right? Uh, it turns out that it was really just manatees accumulate algae on their back, just yes. like naturally. Oh, yeah, they scraped it into yeah, the algae. So they just scraped it into the algae off of its back. They didn't, like, carve it out of its no. blubber. I mean, you, you probably know? shouldn't do this anyway. No, I mean, awful. Just awful. Yeah. But you read, like, the Orlando Wiki headline, and it's like, someone carved this into its back. Yeah, you I know? mean, I'm sure the manatee Which didn't is sitting there while I was getting Trump. My, you know what? They kind of do like it. Oh, really? Yeah, I went not to say, okay, I'm not saying <laughs> do this. I'm not <laughs> I mean, maybe it's a pro-Trump yes, manatee. Thing. We don't know. When I went <laughs> diving with manatees not too long ago, there's, you, have to pass, you have to practice passive observation. They Has a little it, MAGA right? hat on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they come up to you, like, they can touch you, but you can't touch them. Just like a stripper, right? We've talked about this before. You can't actively touch a manatee. Yes. But when we were in the bay, they're still, when they're coming in from the ocean, they get covered in barnacles. So they're kind of, like, itchy. So they'll rub up against things uh -huh. because they're itchy. So when you're scratching it, they kind of like that, you know? They're kind of yeah. into it. So, um Sorry, a bunch of millennials just They're walked like, by. Who are those guys? Yeah, what are they talking about? Old timer yeah, stuff? Something real's happening. <laughs> <laughs> so it might not have. I'm, I'm just saying it might not have hated the fact that someone was scratching its back. I get or it. No, I get it. I mean, you probably it. still shouldn't do it. But you cannot touch manatees. Do not write things like Trump on the back of a protected species. No, disgusting. Yeah, don't do it. And, like, how much time would that take to do that? It looked, you can see, like, there are kind of, like, little scratches. Yeah. You can see it. It looks like, like, multiple things. It almost looks like someone was, like, scratching a lottery ticket. You, you know? got to be pretty That's dedicated kinda... to sit there and scratch a manatee. Yeah. 
And how are you? And, and and the word Trump. Did you capture it? it? Like, how did you like you keep it to. still? Because they're pretty powerful and they can go fast. Uh huh. Right? They can. I don't know. Cl- they're just one swipe of their big old mermaid tail, and they're so out. Maybe of it's a pro-Trump manatee. Maybe another manatee did it, well, and they're going to a rally. Maybe it was like a little hardcore, and it was like, yeah, get it on my back. <laughs> I want a Trump stamp. <laughs> I want everybody to know who I'm voting for <laughs> if I had a vote. Uh. They have the Center for Biological Diversity is posting a $5,000 reward for information on who might have done it. If you have if you know who did it, you should tell. It's not okay because that's like the next – what's the next step? You, anyone who feels uh, comfortable enough to do that to a protected species is probably doing worse things. Do you remember True. that guy that was on the – was it was the Siesta Key – Sarasota. Wasn't he riding sharks or riding manatees or? They're just doing awful things to animals and filming it and, and just gross. Yeah. Don't do, do that. that. Don't do Leave that. Leave them alone. Yeah. They don't mess with you. Don't mess with them. No. Hazardous, a hazardous pesticide was just approved for citrus growers in Florida. Really? Did you hear about this? No. It's so weird, John. Is this because of the greening of yes, the plants? It is. So it, it's a neurotoxin. It's called aldicarb <laughs> and it's banned. In a hundred different countries. Really? Yes. And only one of 36 pesticides that the World Health Organization has labeled as extremely hazardous. One. So this is going to go on the oranges? Yeah. They're putting it. The Florida, Florida EPA has approved its use for oranges and grapefruit. Florida wow. oranges and grapefruit. Because we've lost 90% of our citrus production no, I here know. in the state. It's been a huge thing. Because of greening. And greening is caused by the Asian citrus psyllid. It's this little little microscopic fly thing uh, that just kind of vampires out the life force. Yeah, it just destroys crops. like whole orchard. Orchards? Yeah. That, that's not the right word. Groves of, of oranges. Whole groves. Yeah. 90% in 10 years we've lost. Yeah. And so they're like, we need drastic measures. We're going to put this on. You know what else they approved? An anti, uh, what, when you, when you have a antibiotic. Okay. There's going to be spraying this antibiotic on the crops. Really? Yeah. Which, and people are like, what are you kidding me? Now you're going to cause resistance to this antibiotic. Oh, great. There's somebody karaoke singing in his car. I love it. That's awesome. Oh, I'm into it. Take a picture. <laughs> so he's, and with that, he's let's go a, to break. We're going to take a, a picture. Hold on. We're going to take a break. He's in a Volkswagen Beatles singing Beatles songs. This is Erica for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Celebrate the birthday of author A.A. Milne, the creator of our favorite honey-loving bear. A birthday picnic with Pooh Bear is a virtual event on January 19th. COVID-19, Here's What We Know, is a virtual program for seniors on January 21st. Get the latest on COVID-19, including details on the vaccines. This seminar is part of a monthly Life Information for Elders series. Central Florida Community Arts will teach the basics of singing through vocal exercises. Fundamentals of Singing is an online class on January 22nd. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect.
Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And I am Prince Charles on my way to make Diana cry. Brendan O'Connor from <laughs> Bungalower.com. Oh, poor Prince Charles. <laughs> the crown is so good. Yeah, I'm only on season, I think, two. I think we just got to two. Okay. Yeah. It gets so much better. Oh, yeah. Don't ruin it. What happens? I can't tell you. Okay. I can't tell you, but it's delicious. Yeah? As delicious as the Sauvignon Blanc I'm drinking at Eola Wine Company in South Eola. Yeah, we had some flatbreads, which I would argue are pizzas, but flatbreads. Yeah. And a, a cheese board. Cheese board. Is it a charcuterie board without meat? Uh, no, I think it's just like anything. Okay. It's, it's like a smorgasbord of, of charcuteries. And uh, I like wine, but uh-huh. I'm drinking some beers. Keeping it real. Drinking some IPAs. Here on Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about all things downtown Orlando and the surrounding bungalow neighborhoods such as Ivanhoe, which we aren't there tonight. No. <laughs> or are we? <laughs> Do we need to start over again? <laughs> we don't need everything, Why John. Why do you keep thinking we need to start over? Because you just keep car crashing our show. No. <laughs> this might be the best one we've ever done. But if you like what you hear... <laughs> Go to bungalower.com. You can read all the yeah. things that we talk about. Leave us a review. Yeah, go to Facebook. Tell follow your, Brendan. Tell your friends. Follow him on Instagram. That's where he really wants to be popular. I love my Instagram. Yeah, he wants to be the king of Instagram. What's he at now? Like 40, 50, 70,000 followers? We're almost at 40,000. Okay, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I'd, like to, I'd like to hit that. I want to get the blue check mark. I keep trying for that, oh, too. Oh, what do you got to do for that? Uh, show us some leg. Oh, Basically, that's it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was told. You verified on Twitter? No. I am. Oh, no, I am. Bungalore is verified. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Good. Not me personally. Not that it really matters in the grand scheme of mm-hmm. life. I forgot my personal Twitter password you years ago. Nothing. I hate Twitter. Yeah, you're you're more of a parlor kind of guy. I, we do have a parlor account. <laughs> we have it just because yeah. I was like, well, if nobody's on there sharing, you know, good liberal positive new, liberal local news. news yeah, you get a lot of, uh, I don't even know, is it likes, thumbs up? I don't even know what it is. Yeah. Upvotes? Parlor upvotes? You on on the 8chan, the 4chan Nobody's done any of that with my posts, so I'll never know. Ah. Yeah. What are you looking at, Brendan? The most handsome police officer. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh That is a handsome man. Yeah, it makes you want to be a police officer, huh? Makes you want to go steal something. (laughs) He's not going to pat you down. He better. He might, though. I'll be real bad Uh if he gets me patted down. (laughs) I think I I got something (laughs) in my pocket, officer. I think I'm pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, so news-wise, you want to get back to that? Yeah, let's get back to the news. Okay. Orlando Health just said no to vaccine walk-ins. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah. make an appointment. Be old. Please make an appointment. Orange County Library has uh, record-breaking digital book checkouts. Well, what what are my choices? You can't go in in person. No, you can. They let you in. They had 1.7 million digital book checkouts. That's great. That includes audiobooks. So So that's what I do. I listen to a lot of audiobooks. Shout out to our library funds. They're ongoing sponsors of the show. Always yeah. have a little commercial in talking about what's happening. I get the all library. my audio books from the library and my Kindle books. Oh, bragging. Yeah. I don't really read. No. No. Uh, Creative Village just broke ground on Central Park. Real, like like a New York Central Park? Yeah, they're Central making Park? a whole. Cent- Creative Village is a development where the downtown UCF and Valencia campuses are. It's over in Paramore. How many people the- move in there so far? Like over I don't know. like those new buildings? No idea? No idea. Are kids going to school? I say kids. Are students going to school there right now? Yeah, the occupancy rates are much lower. Sure, though. COVID really sort of destroyed all that yeah, this year. Yeah, and they're kind of. 
it's not what they wanted it to be well, occupancy rate give wise, it time yeah well so we've had a lot of apartment buildings open oh yeah so it's tough tough to uh to push that why is everybody handsome down here <laughs> i don't know we just are brendan so nobody can see this so they don't know what i'm talking about um creative village and so at the center they built all the buildings and now they're finally ready to build this park it's going to be called luminary green that's an interesting name it's going to have a lot of like interactive light systems and where's things. it at it's very like high where, tech where right by the julian apartments you know yeah, you got a street for me like livingston uh, paramore like livingston and it's up from paramore all right yeah yeah all right it looks great. Good. The designs are cool. If you want to see what we're talking about, go to bungalow.com. When's it going to open? In the second half of 2021. And they're going to hire someone to do programming there because they want Brandon it to be O'Connor. super active. You know what? I would like to. I was on their public art uh, advisory board for the park. Do they like your octopus ideas and your no. Sasquatches? Likes and your they, they tell me they like them. I haven't seen any of yeah, my they're ideas They're like, Brendan, we love this. Yeah, great idea. And then they make decisions when you're not there. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, we'll just put in a pergola. <laughs> <laughs> More we'll swans. See. More swans is what we need. That's like not what we need. No, not at all. No. Uh, Swaned t- out. You wanted to talk about this last week. I want to talk about everything every week. The Winter Park uh, planning and zoning board approved. So you just made everybody snore. They're like, we don't want to hear this boring Dude, should story. we not talk no, about No, it? I think it's interesting. Well, why are you making fun of me? That they There's wanna, a lot of things going on with this. They want to pass this hotel that some some people are very upset about. We've talked about this before. It's over by the Hillstone, 1792. They want to build a hotel on the lake there, yeah. Lake Killarney. In the heat of it, I cannot tell you what the name of the hotel is. I don't remember the name of it either. But there used to be some hotels over there, but they got demolished. And this one's named after one of those hotels. All right. Yeah. And so they want to put a hotel there on the lake, but it's kind of back in a in a residential area. Barely, a little bit. Barely. Bar- barely but residential. But it's also a busy area because it's 1792 in Fairbanks, so it's not like you're in the country there. So they need it, but they need some some zoning variances, right? You can't just yeah, and, and build they, it. And so they said, cool. That's, some neighbors that's are cool with it. Said. Some neighbors aren't so cool with it. I think the neighbors, immediate neighbors, have... They, they have to sign off on it. They have to. I think if they can do this the way they did the Alphon Inn, like, I don't, I mean, I don't live there, so it's not my problem. There's just this general, the is beautiful, general distaste of uh, dense development in Winter Park. Uh-huh. And anyone building anything over two stories is in for a struggle. And, and this, I think it's the perfect use of this land right by Hillstone, right on. Like, Yes, it's a busy thoroughfare, so that's great. Perfect place for a hotel with over 150 rooms. Yes. And it's on a lake, and people want to... I just got this email today from these people who are like this consortium against it, right? And one of the things they said was it's a, it's going to affect the property values of the, of the residences that... Like, it's a residential lake is what they called it, right? And having a hotel with all of its lights... Uh, will detract oh, from the value of their property. That's not true. And I, I, I don't believe was, that. How dare you, first of all, like Orlando was really good at protecting its lakes and making them public space. So the fact that they're saying it's going, it should only be for their private million they're, dollar mansions. I, I would say, Brendan, too bad. Lake Killarney, unless I'm mistaken, I don't think there's public access to that lake at all, unless you live on it. Uh, there is now at uh, 
Gators Dockside. That's on Killarney, right? No, no, that's what? Lake Fairview. Oh, I get them confused. Yeah, so Killarney, from, like I said, from my knowledge, there's not like a public boat launch. There's not a public beach. It's all like you got to have a house on that lake yeah, to use gross. it. gross. Gross. I don't care. That's great. Great. Yeah. You can't. Unless, if you don't want that to happen, then buy the property and build a mansion there. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, there was nothing there before. There I, were single-story little homes that were being used for storage. Nobody was living in them, right? That's kind of a dumpier section of, of Winter Park. What do you care if they put in a beautiful-looking hotel? It looks like the Victoria and Alberts over at... Uh, Magic Kingdom. And like I said, those folks that live around and the Alphon. right into the microphone. I apologize. <laughs> That's all right. Those <laughs> folks that live around the Alphon in, I mean, I like to think they enjoy living around there because I'm sure they're, it's a, it's a beautiful hotel. There's, yeah, this isn't like a Daytona Beach no. rundown <laughs> this motel. motel. six going on. No, this it's is a nice hotel. It's a nice hotel. One of the things I did not like was, I guess, People didn't like that it would have a, a parking garage, so now they have had to shift their focus to a sunken garage, sunken parking underneath the hotel. Whoa. But in order to do that, you have to have a sub pump because anytime it rains, I was going to say the like it's somewhere. right on the lake too. So they're going to be pumping the water into the lake. That I don't like. Obviously, uh, it should go into like a retention pond. Or uh, something. You shouldn't be pumping that into the lake. That's crazy. But they can fix that. Those things you could fix. You can go to the developer and say, these are the things we want fixed. But like telling them, no, they can't build a beautiful hotel on a stretch but they said that makes a, sense. But I think it is going to go forward. At least that's what I gathered. It has moved on from uh, the zoning. Now they it has like to go it. to the council. They're right Now it has to go to council. Okay. Yeah. But the other thing in Winter Park, not too far Were from there. Were you waving at someone or stretching? No, I was stretching. Oh, okay. Uh, not, not too far <laughs> from there. I don't know if you saw this story Flamboyant in the Orlando stretch. Sentinel today about how the city wants to buy all that property on Fairbanks uh, near Denning Road in 1792 because they want to expand Martin Luther King Park. Did you see that? No. Yeah. They want to buy a bunch of property along there because it's so congested and so bottlenecked. They want to figure something out and put like a park there, but a lot of the property owners don't want to sell. So they were saying, at least Around, in the paper. I'm trying to picture where that is. Uh, it's where we did the Woodfire Pizza place, like the like the wine bar. There's a and, sinkhole there. Okay, well, farther up the street. So they street. want to buy where the Woodfire Pizza place I is? I think they want to buy more maybe where the like that RV dealership is and somewhere around That's there. for sale. It's But there's some property owners that I don't think want to sell. Okay. Anyway, they were, they were talking about, at least in the paper, that they're trying to buy it. They're trying to do what they can, but if they don't want to sell... They might have to go that next step and, and get uh, eminent domain. What? Yeah. yeah to yeah. expand a park? Yeah. That's a lawsuit. Well, it's not just the park. I think they're trying to figure out what's going on with that intersection. Because you, you know it's really busy right there. And it gets bottlenecked all the time. So I think they're trying to solve all that, too. Yeah. So you... I, I don't know. Anyway. You're going to solve that by adding a park? There might be some road improvement. I'm going to read that, too. I don't... That's crazy. Uh, do you remember, we talked about a while ago, a Tubbs Brewery. Wall Street no. was going to do this. They had this little corner lot by the soccer stadium. Exploria Stadium. Our friends from Exploria, yeah, Exploria Stadium. Um, they had this, they, were, they wanted to build a brewery there. They There's had already the, some breweries over there. One. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> broken broken. But they're strength. supposed to build another one on OBT that hasn't really... It's, been a while that dead words yes. brewery. that's a lawyer right yeah. that's behind that yeah so they wall street wanted to do it uh the city was all about it they had some beautiful renderings typed up and then when it came to it the city said you can do it 
you can do this $150,000 brewery that you want it to, but the impact fees are going to be $100,000. Oh. And they were like, that's the exact same price as the project, and you want us to spend it also on, like, sewer stuff? Are you kidding me? That's crazy. Where did yeah. this number come from? So come they actually, over to the county. We'll let you open those <laughs> things. <laughs> the county will take you. So they eventually... They were like, well, let's we'll keep doing a pop up. They did the yard bar oh, for yeah, a while yeah. there, right? And so you could go and just party before the games. It was just a little beer garden. Is Eventually, that where they, they wanted were, it to be on that side of the that stadium? side? Okay. And so they had to. They ran out of time with the city. The city said you can't do the pop up anymore. Uh, they ended up selling the property to a new owner who's Lamont Garber, and Lamont Garber owns the State Auto Body Shop that he retrofitted for the new Foxtail. Yes. Uh, right? For the very first Fox Hill, rather. All right. And then the and then he also bought the uh United United Trophy building. He's restoring that building. So he likes to buy historic buildings, restore them, and put in really cool uses. So he bought that building and he's interested in doing the brewery. Again. Again. Same name or different brewery? New name, same kind of rendering, same architect. It's uh our buddies at Interstruct Inc. Ryan Young. Love those guys. And so they're doing this thing called, I want to say it was called Central City Station. It's the name of the new Isn't brewery. Is the name of the bus station over there? I don't know. what that is. It seems similar, right? <laughs> uh, and I'm interested to see what, no, what happens. No, that's great. I mean, I think with more people moving down to, like like you said, Creative Village and UCF, and eventually soccer will be back in, in full capacity. Soccer. S- uh, we went. I went to a couple of those games. Yeah, but it wasn't full. No. A little yeah. uncomfortably full. But, like, when it gets honest. back to normal, I mean, there's going to be thousands of fans there. When the Magic get back to full capacity, like, all those things are going to happen. Yeah. And, and it's also land. People are building more apartments out there. I was talking to Craig Usler at the groundbreaking for the Creative Village Park. And and I had sent him an article about these people in Seattle who are doing, like, infill housing and how cool you could you could increase a neighborhood's uh resident capacity by taking over these little remnant parcels oh, yeah. and, and filling them in. And he loved it. And I was like, this is exactly what you could be doing here in Paramore and surrounding neighborhoods is not tearing anything down, but you could be maybe developing more like two-story apartment complexes yeah. Well, or yeah, condos. I, I got room over by me in, in the packing district. Lots of room over there. Oh, yeah. So he was into it. So we'll see if that happens too. Yeah. Did you see the story that I put up on Facebook today? Uh, about the Fisher, the Fisher folks. I did, Paris. and I read it. Keep going. So, so this was in the Orlando Sentinel today, but it was written by the New York Times. And I was flipping through the paper this morning, so and I good. just thought it was so fascinating. So, in Paris, uh-huh. if you've ever been, there's uh, the Seine River. Am I saying that right? Yeah, Seine. Seine River. S e i n e. Right go goes right through Paris. Seine. Pretty industrial, uh, urban river that for years and years and years had lots of fish in it. Some of those fish may have... Uh, years and years ha- did not have many fish. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. They went... I, I was getting there. They had a lot of fish. Didn't have oh, okay. a lot of fish. Now they're getting back. Three anyway, species. Anyway. I was excited when, when salmon started running up yes. there in the, in the early 2000s. They had a salmon run for the first time in decades. What up through Paris? Yeah. So point of the story is a lot of uh, Parisians, young uh-huh. Parisians, yep. are starting to get into the whole fishing idea. Yep. And so they go out and they fish and they catch and release and they take photos of and post them on social media. It's like a selfie culture. It really is. Yeah. I mean, as much as I sort of don't love that, at least they're outdoors fishing. 
I don't. I don't. What's I'm just not catch somebody, and release. No, no, I'm just saying I don't. I'm not somebody who posts everything online. But at no. least, at least they're out enjoying some semblance of nature in their urban setting. Right. And uh, it's better than just sitting at home and, and sitting on a computer all day. At least they're outdoors doing something. So what drew you to it? Uh, well, first of all, it was just a fascinating story. Like I like stories like that. When you read them, you don't think you're going to enjoy uh-huh. them. And like you, you sort of discover them. And then you're like, oh, like this is really neat. Because like, they were saying in the story where you know, in, in urban settings, in Paris particularly, uh, you know, people do graffiti, people do skateboarding. Like, those are very sort of urban things. When I say urban, I mean living in a city. Yes. Um, and then this other thing where, like, a lot of times old men were the ones that were fishing on their, uh, when they were retired. S- subsistence fishing, right? Because yes. they're doing it to feed themselves. Yeah, or some, I'm sure, were just doing it to pass the and time. to get away from their wives but yeah. then this younger group came in and be like well we can do this too and relax and, yes. and take some photos i just thought it was a great idea so i love it with and so I'm many a- lakes in orlando you think it could catch on here I, I think it has and i've seen an uptick especially we live near uh lake highland lake formosa lake ivanhoe and which are fishing lakes and i've seen a lot of younger guys fishing those lakes usually it's just older dudes same thing and i've seen a big uptick in people fishing there and actually people have been bringing their chairs and leaving them like adirondack chairs at lake highland and they're using that as like a repeating little fishing hole their own little personal fishing hole i don't even so so like for me like i'm not probably i'm not a huge fisherman but i would go do it but i don't even know where to start like do you there are five lakes here in orlando they call them the big five uh-huh. and they stock them and they feel sorry that cops walking by <laughs> you got some pizza you got little legs though i don't uh-huh. like that um <laughs> don't skip leg day officer don't skip leg day uh, what was the same? Big five. Yeah, they yeah. stock them. Yeah, yeah. They, and the water quality but, is a little bit but better. But can I than fish the other in ones. any lake or not? You could. I mean, you see you people fishing in retention ponds. You can't so. any, You shouldn't. No, no. But what if you're doing catch and release? Who cares? Yeah, I think you could. It depends. It has right. to be public access. But do I, I need to have a license though? Right. You have to have a license. All right. Which is easy. I got my like license. ten bucks. Right. Go to Walmart. Uh, yeah, like maybe up to twenty five. I can't remember. Whatever. For freshwater fishing. It's a little bit different. Then the saltwater one, uh, easy. You can All do right. it online at Fish we and Wildlife website. We should do it. We should have a fishing rodeo. I've always wanted to do a map where it juxtaposes water quality data with the lake. So you can see like a color-coded gradient of like these are the brightest blue or like the freshest ones. Go to those, these lakes. Right, to so like muddy brown. Don't go to these lakes. not go to. And we have that. It's all publicly accessible data. The issue is the numbers are a few years behind. So I would be working with like... Like a like five year old data set. But once again, if you're catching and releasing, who cares? I still think you should know. No, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not saying you should know, to. but like you don't have to worry. Like if you're not going to eat it, yeah, it's okay to catch it and release it in a dirty lake. You're a dirty lake. <laughs> uh, there's a new food hall coming in downtown Orlando. A new, another new one. Maybe they'll sell the fish. Oh. Did we already talk about this? Oh, uh, we've talked about food halls. Around town. There's, there's one that's going to be in Church Street, right? Yes. In the old Bumby Arcade building. There's one on Colonial. There's one on Colonial. This one's going to be in the former SunTrust building. Ah. And it's called... Oh, hold there's up. There's a lot. Oh, we got a, we got a biker going by. Oh. We got a... We got a <laughs> oh. You know what that means. He's a dentist. He's packing it. <laughs> He's a dentist. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But this one's going in the SunTrust building. Going in the SunTrust building, former SunTrust building, because they've moved up the street That's on the church street. That's a good spot, because I mean, right now, COVID might change that, but it normally there's a lot open. of people there. Yeah. They've just renovated the whole SunTrust Plaza. I did a video about it. You can see on our Instagram account and on our Twitter. They should have musicians out there playing music. I agree. Yeah. Actually, I've been bugging the downtown Orlando oh, partnership. Yeah. Nobody wants to be in charge of uh, what do Anything. you call them? A street performer. What do you call them? <laughs> yeah, uh, street like buskers. Buskers. Nobody wants to do a busker program. They want someone else to do it, and they keep asking the downtown art district to be in charge of a busking program. It's two ladies. It's too much for them. They can't keep up with that idea. They should just be hiring a third party vendor to do it. We need a busking program downtown. I agree, and that would make sense for that park, and it looks beautiful. Put, now. put somebody playing there at like lunchtime every day. You'll yep. have people. Oh my gosh, you'll actually have people out there eating their lunch, hanging out. And that's where Latin Square is, and they make the best chicken pepito sandwich. They sure do. They put those oh, potato. Uh, potato oh, those are so. Oh, I want it right now. A long time. I man fought we hard to do not a go show there. today. I'll do a show we there. Do a show All there. right, done. Next week. All right. Uh, there's a new tea shop opening in Mills 50, and tea is taking over Mills 50. Really? It is insane how many tea shops are opening there. Royal Tea. That opened up. It's this little storefront. There's always a line out the door. Everybody likes Royal Tea because it's Instagram worthy. Ah. And these aren't just like your grandma's little tea shops. These are ones that your grandma's tea shop. Your grandma's tea shop. So they're like all very Instagram photo worthy shops. Everything looks like it's been made to be photographed. And these kids are just lining up out the door to get these teas. And so this new one is Mogi tea or Moji tea. And it's right next to Colonial Photo and Hobby. It does sound like a grandma. (laughs) Uh, Right next to Colonial Photo and Hobby in this space that's been empty for years. Great. I've never seen anything in there. Fantastic. Excited about that. There's a couple new Japanese restaurants. Uh, we have some really cool events coming up. We don't have much time. I'll do it quick. Dinosaurs are coming to Lou Gardens. There's also going to be that new one over at Orange County Convention Center, which is a drive through dinosaur experience if you're not interested in walking. Uh, Orlando Beer Week is ramping up this week as well. I've been celebrating that for all year. And it's Renegar's Extravaganza, oh. which is over at, in Mount Dora. 800 different vendors from around the country are going to be there. Lots of masks or little masks there? What do you think? Well, I would assume not many masks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be crazy. Uh, but a lot of people talking. And then right. if you ever wanted to know what happened with uh, Miss Piggy and Kermit's marriage, and if they had a kid, you can go catch a new performance called Frog Pig at House on Church on Church Street. Thanks. Brendan, we got to go. Let's go. Thank you to Eola Wine Company for having us tonight. Thanks.